Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. That sucks. Yeah, it really does. I was really looking forward to it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I've seen St. Ed's, and if Medina does get the job done, I'll see Medina play in, you know, the Final Four or the state championship game, whichever one. Is that – that's where they're at? Um, I believe – they're no, I, I believe they're at uh, the Hall of Fame. They They might be. Uh, I know that back in the eighties, we used to do them down in Columbus at Ohio state stadium. Yeah. Uh, Not anymore. But now that, now that the hall of fame stadium has finally been finished, I'm sure that that is a huge contender for it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's going to be, there's, there's going to be good games. Um, the Medina, I mean, the Medina game, is is absolutely going to be better than the Medina game is going to be a lot better than, you know, the Maslin game. I think, I don't know, maybe green can keep it close. Green is, Green's I mean, as you know, keep it close. well, they could, they I mean, they have a, they have a better quarterback. They've got, you know, better weapons. I think it's just all depends on that. You know, that tradition at Maslin work hard. I mean, they're, it, I don't know. I'm excited for both games. Um, somehow, some way, I may end up making my way up to Byers. I almost thought about: Would you rather just watch the first half at Byers, or watch the full game between Maslin? And I just said, "Screw it! I'll just would, watch the full game." I would personally pay for an Uber. Well. So you're saying so you're saying go to Byers, Uber her up to the game when she's done. Do you realize Uber. that's gonna cost me that would cost me fifty, sixty dollars on an Uber. Uber her home Uber her home and you pick her okay. up after the game. Okay, so now I'm driving an hour home and now two hours to Columbus? No. It, it was ideal because we were gonna go together and then 
from there we would go to Columbus and it'd be a three hour round trip. Yeah. But like throughout like going to buyers for an hour and then to Columbus, because that's a two hour drive. You well, then don't right take the... her. Uh, you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great idea. That's perfect idea. Just don't take her. Sure. Big, huge difference between somebody dating and somebody who's been married for over 20 years. We have two kids and we live together. We do everything. I got two kids. They're growing up. I hear you, but, but 20 I, I'm years. taking her. I'm taking her. I'm taking her. I'm taking her. I, I can I can easily watch Medina in St. Ed's I, on I YouTube. I thoroughly believe that my wife and I could find many ways to stay away from each other. And I 20 thoroughly, years. Actually, come to think about it, if you if you actually think about it, the Maslin Green game, that's going to be a way better high school no, football it's atmosphere. Not. No, it's not. When you talk about high school football atmosphere, yes, it will be because buyers won't be sold out. Buyers will not be sold out. Buy, there will be empty seats at buyers, and the in the Cleveland native, the Cleveland area, they do not care as much about high school football as we do down here in Stark County. The Maslin Tigers versus the Green Bulldogs. They, that I mean, that is just going to be an electric feel. Will it be an electric feel at halftime? Maybe, probably not. It's probably going to feel pretty dead at Northwest. But, I mean, they've got a smaller stadium, so it's going to sell out, which actually, now I think about this. Anyway. Medina. I get it. I wish I could go, but it's just, it's not going to be, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. I've, uh. I literally didn't watch any sports today because of the fact that I've been receiving so many hate mail shit about the Medina bees, uh, including pictures from your father of a St. Edward's helmet. So yeah, I literally per- got to screenshot. The, I literally got to the point of where I didn't fucking want to look at any sports. I'm, I'm tired of people being haters all the time. Um, I'm sorry that my hometown's football team is good. Suck it up, Buckwheat. That's uh, Buckwheat. 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 (laughs) (sighs) So I just sent him a message saying, I want my fucking $20 you owe me. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. Actually, he he owes me a lot more than that, but I'm not going to go into details on on the air. Uh, we'll deal. We with are Bevere's. We don't pay back money. I, I've I'm starting to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I told him when it rolls over a hundred bucks, then then I'll uh. But uh, I've always. I've always had this rule. I actually had this conversation with your dad the other day. I I used to have a friend named Shadow. His nickname was Shadow. And uh, Shadow died about 10 years ago. Anyways, before Shadow died. Was Shadow a cat? No, it it was a friend of mine. Oh, well, I mean, mean, that's not saying much. Shadow and I worked together at the Dallas Theater Center way back in 1999. 
so we've been friends for a long time. He came up to me. He said, man, I want to go to Riga, Latvia, because one of my friends is filming a film there and, and I'd like to go, but I, I can't, I can't afford the plane ticket. And I said, Oh, that's, that's not good. He, he proceeds to look at me and says, would you mind loaning me the money? And I took a couple of days to think about this because a thousand dollars is a lot of money um, mm-hmm. for anyone. And uh, so I, I, I sat down, I had some conversations with family members and I, I literally came to the point of understanding in my head that if you loan people money, don't ever expect it to be returned. And and I went into giving Shadow that money um, with the premise of, of knowing that he was not going to return that money. So the whole thing with your dad Wait, did he not? So did he not return it? Oh, no. Because he died? (coughs) No. He did not return it because he packed up his shit two two or three weeks after he got back and moved to New York City and never spoke to me again. As a matter of fact, I I had a page on my website that basically explained the entire story about this. I had no clue that he had died. I got a I got an email from his sister saying, "Oh, it's really mean that you're leaving that shit up there." And I I, I proceeded to say, "Well, he didn't pay his bills, and if you'd like me to remove it, you could pay his bills." <laughs> um, but she didn't like that either. But I ended up removing it. So I guess I'm I'm kind of a nice guy. I don't know. I I, I post I post pictures of your dad like forty years older. So. I, I guess me picking on him is kind of worth me losing a hundred bucks. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Anyways, so what did you get done today? Anything? <clears throat> anything good? Um. I I didn't really do anything today. No. Not. Not a whole lot to do on a Thursday. Perfect. You watch Thursday night football, and then here we are. Who played tonight? Uh, New England beat Atlanta twenty-five nothing. It was uh, really nothing to watch. Were you Falling surprised? And, no, but I think we all said that that game was going to be a blowout. No. Thought it was going to be close. I, I I thought it would be close. And Mac Jones, tell you what, I don't know if he's good or or what, but he's he's good in a Patriots uniform. He's good in New England. And they're seven and four, and man, man, can't it's, believe uh, it. I mean, you 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 gotta expect them to be good, but mm-hmm. not seven and four. I didn't see seven and four. Uh yeah, I, I Mac Jones. Uh, the the Patriots stole him. Uh, he's definitely better than uh, than than his draft position was. I I don't know why he it took so long for him to get drafted, but uh, I don't know what to say, man. That the Patriots the Patriots are scary looking now. 
It's almost like Belichick just can't lose. I mean, really. I mean, that really, that's what it sounds like. It just seems like Belichick just can't lose and is not going to lose. Doesn't matter who he's got out there. Well, he, he I mean, lost. they didn't have the best season last year, but you're, you're talking first time without Tom Brady. Well, you're talking first time without Tom Brady, and really they weren't prepared for Tom Brady to just pack up and leave. Uh, I think they were hoping that, that a deal still could have been made. And, and the minute that, that, that came up, Cam Newton was a great choice. He really was. He just, he was a totally different quarterback than Tom Brady was. And you can't change a team's offense. It, it's a lot harder to change 10 other guys. Uh, to conform to one quarterback than it is to transform one quarterback to work in a Bill Belichick offense. Yeah, and and Mac Jones is, I mean, he even looks like Tom Brady out there. I mean, he just does everything the, the right way. It looks like he has watched, studied film on Tom Brady. And, I mean, if that's, if if you're trying to mimic the GOAT, in his uh, in his own stadium, I mean, why not? It's working. It really is working. He's well, efficient. He he doesn't throw many interceptions. I mean, I believe this. It's bleeding through twenty one for twenty five against Atlanta. A touchdown and a pick. That the the run game is is very well. Belichick's defense is back up and running very very well. We saw that with Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, uh... The entire Cleveland game, you kind of you kind of saw that Bella that that the Patriots were becoming what they were before, uh, and, and uh, so so this kind of brings up this kind of brings up a a question, uh, but let me look this up here first. Uh, why is it I can never find my NFL link? There it is. Freaking stupid scores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to bring up the stats from tonight's game so that we can actually see what exactly it it was. Uh, but it was, it was kind of ugly, apparently, for Atlanta. Um, there we go. Uh, 25 to nothing. Falcons fall to four and six. Patriots are now seven and four. Uh, Stat-wise, should I start with the Patriots or should I look at uh, the Falcons first? There's, we don't even have to discuss the, the Falcons. <laughs> um Holy crap. I, I just can't believe that the Falcons didn't do Jack 22 for 26, 207 yards, one TD, but also one interception. I mean, I'm, the game was essentially, I mean, I guess it was close into the fourth quarter. It was 13, nothing pretty much. What seemed like the whole game, New England was winning 13 to nothing. So when you're down 13 nothing, 
the the game was played in the middle of the field. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every time the ball was snapped, it was between the thirties. When when you have a game like that and you're down thirteen nothing and you you're constantly getting opportunities beyond the 50-yard line in enemy territory, you're in it, and it feels close. But, I mean, the score really reflects on how the game felt because it really felt like Atlanta, even if they would have scored and made it 13-7, to that was pretty much asking a lot. So they couldn't get anything going. Their offense stinks. They don't have – they don't have Julio Jones anymore. They don't have Calvin Ridley anymore. They have no receivers to throw to. You know who they remind me of? Do you know who that offense reminds me of? Who? It reminds me of the Cleveland Browns when they had Kellen Winslow, but then they also had Juravicious and they had Northcutt. Just a bunch of guys that really weren't it and then – you had the tight end, which was a young draft pick stud, Kellen Winslow, and co- compares to Kyle Pitts in, in what in the regard I'm speaking of. I mean, plug any quarterback you want in there because you probably had about nine that threw the ball to Kellen Winslow. But that's who they remind me of, and they can't score. No, um, there's no run game. The 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 biggest problem that I see for for Atlanta in this game is look at the turnovers. Yep. Four turnovers. Uh, uh, four turnovers out of three quarterbacks. You had, you had to have three quarterbacks going in play. Um, I, I don't even I don't know what to say to that. Uh, Matt Ryan was actually doing okay with nineteen completions out of 28 um but he still threw two interceptions uh turnovers two turnovers absolutely killed atlanta uh the patriots defense looks like it it did its job i don't know i'm scared now atlanta had no chance why are you scared for what (laughs) the patriots were not on my radar this year and and i said that i i mean i didn't think mac jones was gonna get hurt he didn't i know that some people said that he was probably gonna get hurt um but i also didn't see them being being uh this high up in the in, in in the rankings uh of the afc um i was expecting them to be Kind of like they were last year. Here's the thing. I did not. I did not think that. My my only fear with New England, you see a lot in sports, you know, the revenge game, right? You lose mm-hmm. to a team earlier in the season, and then you turn around, and then you beat them. It gives you that momentum. I see it a lot with Duke and North Carolina. I'm a huge Duke guy, and, and when, they, when they play North Carolina and they – beat them the first time i'm thinking oh shit that's not i mean great for now but that's not good right before the tournament means we're gonna lose probably the thing with the brown with the patriots is the browns lost to the chiefs in week one if they have to see the chiefs in the playoffs i think they'll get it done 
The Browns lost to the Chargers in the regular season in a shootout. I think if they play the Chargers, especially if they get home field advantage in that game, they get the Chargers in the playoffs, they will turn around and beat them. I think they played Pittsburgh. They lost to Pittsburgh 15 to 10. Guess what, buddy? In week 17, they're going to beat them and they're going to get the revenge game there. I don't necessarily see that happening against New England. This is the team, this is the one team I would not want to play in the playoffs. Wouldn't want to play the Bills, wouldn't want to play the Patriots if I'm the Browns. Now, I, can the Chargers beat them? Yeah, sure. Can the can the Patriots beat them? Yeah, sure. But just speaking on what I saw last Sunday, the Patriots is the last team in the AFC that I want to have a playoff matchup against. Uh, I, uh, I said to myself I wasn't going to say anything until I saw Sunday's game uh, with Baltimore. I need to see Baltimore pull, pull in uh, a couple of weeks of good playing. Uh, as as we said earlier, they've been spotty kind of all year long, and they were really spotty last year. Uh, they look like they're starting to get into a role, but I, I don't know if that's just... Yeah, I just don't think that Lamar Jackson has it, which does put New England as your... New England and Buffalo are going to be your two AFC teams that a I don't want to play, but I know we'll end up having to if we make it into the playoffs. Uh, Baltimore, well, man, we're coming up. It's next week, man. It, yeah, we're about to have a Baltimore month. Three straight weeks of Baltimore, a bye week filled <laughs> with talks about Baltimore, and then Baltimore again. So, it, but here's the thing, Scott. Here's we don't call, the one we thing don't call that, them bye weeks, though, dude. We we call them we call them injury reserve weeks. <laughs> yeah, no shit, no shit. Here's the thing. No one's talking about this, but while the Browns are on a bye in between those games, the Ravens are going to deal with Pittsburgh, and I believe that's at Heinz Field. So that's huge for the Browns because if they can get that first win, I think they definitely get the second win. The first win is going to be prime time. And here's the thing that I can't stand. Here's my thing on the Browns. We, we've been talking about this. We're now five and five. So through 10 games, we've seen the same thing every week. The Browns beat the bad teams. The Browns lose to the good teams. The Browns are inconsistent. The Browns defense comes up and shows up and plays against the bad teams. And when they don't have to make a, any adjustments, they dominate. But when they go up against the, the good teams and they go down and they're forced to make adjustments, they're not making them. Yeah. So my thing with Cleveland is, they're going to roll Detroit. Fine. They, they could beat them by 30 points. I don't know. Nobody's, nobody's mood, mind, or heart 
changes in the city of Cleveland about the Browns until kickoff against Baltimore, and that's a Sunday night football game. So not only do we have to sit all weekend, then we watch the Browns beat up on the Lions. We got to go all week waiting to see, well, we're six and five. What's next? Six and six? Or are we finally going to get over this hump of going back and forth? So it's that Sunday night football game against the Ratbirds that is really going to have – that's the next time I'm going to be able to form an opinion on the Browns because right now it is it is what it is. They beat the bad teams. They lose to the good teams. Now, the uh, the, the Ravens do play the Steelers at Heinz Field. Uh, 4 o'clock game, 425 game, uh, which is great. Great for them. Uh, what I want to see this week out of the Browns, and I know that somebody's going to send me something nasty about what I'm about to say, but I want to see Baker Mayfield play one quarter. And I would rather see Case Keenum come in after that. I want to let Baker Mayfield have a week of rest, basically, before he goes up against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this, I think, is the key to winning both Baltimore games. You have him go in in the first quarter. You get your lead early. You let Case Keenum carry it the rest of the way. All of our people that are are dealing with hurt body parts, uh, Derek Wills, uh, 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 Jadavian Clowney, all these people that are having issues right now need to get a, a break this week. And and the Lions are the best team to do that with. I think the Cleveland second second string could beat the Lions. <clears throat> So you do that, you come full force against Baltimore, you get the bye the next week, which allows you to rest your team again, which puts them at full strength once again to come back out against Baltimore. That is how you win against the Baltimore Ravens when you're playing them back-to-back. Will they do that? I don't know. Listen, I said this on the Burley Gunner show before the Vikings game. The Ravens were, I believe, at the time, what, five and two? And I said, they're going to beat the Vikings. It's not going to be easy. And it wasn't. They won in overtime. Mm-hmm. I said, they're going to beat the Dolphins, but it wasn't going to be easy. Primetime game in Miami Gardens that they are going to show out the Dolphins, and they actually won the game. So I didn't think they'd win the game. Here's where it turns. Because I said after this two-game stretch where they struggle both games, they ended up losing one of them. Did I mention that? Mm. Lost to the Dolphins. Did I mention that? Here's the thing. At 7-2, and two, I thought they'd be. They're 6-3. and three. They're losing to the Bears this week, okay? 
and I said this, I've, I've, I've said this for two weeks, they are going to then lose to the Browns, okay? They're going to lose to Pittsburgh, and then they're going to lose to Cleveland again. And then after that, Scott, they're losing to Green Bay, which put them at a five-game, what is it, a six-game losing streak. The Ravens are in trouble. I said this two weeks ago. The Ravens are in trouble. And after that, you got Cincinnati, L.A., Rams, and then the Steelers again. They might only win three games the rest of the season. Look at it. I'm, it's uh, I'm, it's I'm, not easy. I'm uh... They are going up against – the reason I think the Bears – are going to beat the Ravens this weekend is because the Ravens are a run first team. Okay. When Cleveland played the bears, Nick Chubb couldn't run anywhere. They stopped him. They are going to stop the run game. It's in Chicago. This is going to be another loss for the Ravens. I'm telling you. And you know what? You say what you want about the Cleveland game. I think Cleveland gets up for that game. It's in Baltimore prime time. That is I, the biggest game, what would be the biggest game so far of the season, and that's the turning point for the Browns, so you know I'm riding with Cleveland. But say they even beat the Browns in the first game. This, they're losing to Pittsburgh if Ben's playing because they because their defense is going to do the same thing that the Bears' defense did and they're going to do it more effectively and more efficiently because they're going to have the tape of what the Bears did to stop the Ravens. So mm-hmm. say they so they lose that game. They're not going to they're not sweeping the Browns, Scott. Where are they winning games? Predict this schedule the rest of the way. They ain't beating Green Bay. They're not beating the Rams. Tell me, Scott, where well, I, are the Ravens getting into the playoffs? I think I think they're going to win against Chicago. Uh I also believe they're going to beat Pittsburgh, but this is me. You can have your opinion. I've got mine. Uh, As far as the Cleveland Browns go, it kind of depends on which team shows up because we've seen like three different teams now, and I'm not sure which one's going to walk out on the field. Uh, If... If Cleveland is smart, they will take the role with the Lions. They'll probably win the first game in Baltimore. Um, but I don't know if they, they can win both games. It, they just have to be smart. Now, Baltimore is going to lose to Green Bay. Baltimore is probably going to lose to Cincinnati. Baltimore is probably going to lose to the Rams. Baltimore is not going to lose to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's done, guys. It's I get it. I get it. Listen, I get it. I know exactly what you're going to say, and you're right. They're done. But that's a division rivalry game. That's the last time Big Ben's going to get the Ravens at Heinz Field. It's a four o'clock game on the East Coast, which means that it's nationally televised. 
And it, it just sounds like Ben will get the win. I'm telling you, I've seen it so many times, the way that this is scripted out. See, well, not not scripted. I'm not a believer that, that, that sports are fake or rigged or I'm not, I'm not a crazy person. But I'm just saying Ben is going to get up and he's going to play his ass off in this game. And he might not be able to throw more than 12 yards, but he's going to get it done. And I, I, I really think that. And you know what? The Browns are going to win the AFC North, Scott. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh, okay. De- deletion. No, you uh, watch. You just wait and see, pal. You just wait and see, buddy. Pittsburgh's coming in last. Baltimore's <laughs> probably going to come in third. Cincinnati second. Cleveland first. However you want to shape it up, Cleveland first. I'm telling you, look at the schedule. Look at the schedule. Nothing, nothing that Cleveland has done this year proves to me that they can win the division. Well, you know what? They've, they're two games out with two games against Baltimore left this season. I'll take my chances. Um, let's Let's – Let's look at my Cleveland Browns schedule here. Do, 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 sure. Can we get some Jeopardy music? Mm-mm. That's not it. Hey, um, did did you notice this as I've been scrolling through? Like the only W's that we have are against bad teams. I I said that. I yeah. I get it. I know. I've mentioned that part. Do, do you see this one here? Yeah, I know. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, so we're. We're going to come out and we're going to go up against the Detroit Lions. And and win. I truthfully believe that that is a win for the Cleveland team. Win. That's definitely a win. Win. Now, the next game all depends on how he plays the Lions. If he wears out his first string, we will lose the first game to Baltimore. Win. If he saves his people, we will win the first game against Baltimore. Win. Well, I, I won't know until I see the game on Sunday. I already saw it. We won. So, in my book, week 12 is a loss. Week 14 is is a win. Win. We go That's to week three in a row. 15, the Las Vegas Raiders. When we're losing to the Raiders. Oh my goodness, please. We're losing to the Raiders. When Green Bay Packers. Don't 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 even let the little bit of Oshimita that you have in your blood 
come to the Loss. surface and loss next. Thank you. Pittsburgh win. win back on the back on the winning streak. Cincinnati Bungles. Another one. Win. So you mean to tell me we're hey, we, gonna we, lose we, one? We couldn't we couldn't beat them before. You, we just beat the Bengals. Oh wait, yeah, we did beat the Bengals. Stomped them. Oh yeah, 41 to 16. Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So so you mean to tell me the Browns are only gonna lose one more game this season? Well, that's what you said. What I said is they're gonna lose one, two, three more games this season. So they'll be ten and eight. So they will be ten and eight. No, they're gonna be whatever in six. That's if they don't beat Green Bay. Mm, Merry Christmas, be, Cleveland. They're they're gonna be ten and eight. While our Baltimore Ravens are gonna be well let's see here baltimore they're six and three right now win they have one win against cleveland they have a win against the steelers so that's three wins right there i got them six and six loss loss win four wins loss win so i'm figuring They've got five wins in them. I got them. I got them winning. Can you grow back? Can you go back? Yeah. Go back to that. Let me see another visual. Which one? Go up. Go up. Scroll up. Yep. Go ahead. Scroll a little more. All right. So loss. Go ahead. Now you can keep going down. Loss. So I got them losing there. Losing there. Losing there. Hold yep. on. You actually have them losing to Chicago. Yes, absolutely. You can book it. Yes. Um, losing to Chicago, losing to Cleveland, losing to the Steelers, losing to Cleveland again, and then losing what to the Packers. Yes, so that's five in a row. So they're now six and eight. Um, Lamar Jackson's probably hurt by now, and they're going to beat the Bengals. So they'll be seven and eight. And then who's the last game? Two more. So they'll be seven and nine after they lose to the Rams. And then they're going to beat Pittsburgh, which would make them what? Eight and nine? Mm. Yeah. They're going to be missing the playoffs, like I predicted at the beginning of the season. They're going to be 11 and six. At the end of the season. Well, we'll see who's closer, buddy. And uh, it's going to be a meltdown over there. It's uh, I I don't think it will be. I think it's going to be 11 to six. I think they're, I think they're, I think their team is gelling a hell of a lot more than the Cleveland Browns are right now. We'll see. We'll see, pal. It ain't easy to go through. It ain't easy to go from Chicago to then you got to play the Bears. or No, no, I'm sorry. You play Chicago, and then you got to play the Browns, the Steelers, then the Browns again. Oh, wait. Here's Aaron Rodgers coming in afterwards. Did I mention you still got to play the Rams? 
It ain't easy. It's not easy. Good luck, Lamar. Wait, wait did you say Aaron Rodgers? Like the yeah, yes. quarter- man, the quarterback you, for Cleveland. Uh, yeah, are we starting that? <laughs> Do you want to start that now? Yeah, it has to start. It yeah. has to start. All right. So, so what? What? What is the answer? What is the answer, Here's man? Here's the answer. Because Scott. because we should have won. We should have won last week. Here's the answer. Is, I is, am is Baker Mayfield. The answer. I am oh. still. Going to ride with six. Yeah. I am riding with Baker Mayfield. He is, like I stated at the beginning of the season, there's nothing he can do this year that's going to change my mind that he is not the guy for Cleveland. Simply because, as I've stated multiple times on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, he is the only quarterback in my lifetime since the Browns came back from Baltimore the only quarterback to complete a, a full season, let alone two, not three seasons, win a playoff game. He's started over 50 games, has more wins as a Browns quarterback in my lifetime. That alone allows me to think, okay, he can be the guy. We've never had a guy. Cleveland's biggest issue my whole life was quarterback. Well. We finally have one. Maybe am I am I just taking what I can get? Sure. Maybe if Are that's you? the way. Are maybe taking- if that's the way you see it, Mr. Dallas boy. Oh, cow. Listen. Where I where I am from and and lived my whole life, we've mm-hmm. never had a quarterback. We finally have one. Not only do we have that. We're not talking about Baker Mayfield throwing the ball to Corey Coleman, handing the ball off to Trent Richardson. We, we're not talking about Freddie Kitchens still being our head coach. The Browns have a good offense, a good defense. They have a great offensive line, the best in the last five to ten years of the National Football League. They have a one-two punch yeah. running game. Mm-mm. If you dip back into the draft, mm-hmm. you are essentially coughing up any sort of opportunity that the team has right now. So you have to mm. you have to stick with Baker because he's the best guy and he's better than anyone in the draft over the next two to three to four years that's going to compete for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. if you don't go into the draft and let's say there was a free agent quarterback mm-hmm. that could potentially go for two to three to four more years that would be better than Baker Mayfield. That would be my only way that I would let go of Baker Mayfield and not pay him after the season. Mm-hmm. There's only one quarterback that comes to mind and that would be Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Listen, Aaron Rodgers with this offense would dominate. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right, Ooh. let me let me ask New you a England question. New England might have put up 45 against Cleveland's last week. 
But if but, the Browns had Aaron Rodgers, they would have won the game 48 to 45. Let me ask you a question here, Mr. Back the Truck Up. Back the Truck Up. Would you take Josh Allen as your quarterback right now? See. Answer, just to answer the question, this is yes or no. Would you take if Josh Allen. So you're proposing that if Josh Allen was traded for Baker Mayfield tomorrow morning, would I be okay with that? Boom. Instantaneous. No. no. Would yes you and take? No. Yes and no. How can you answer yes and no? I, I mean, would say no because Josh Allen hasn't proven what Aaron Rodgers has, and I'd feel like a total fool if we traded Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen but, came here and did absolutely nothing. Let, so let, let me ask you a question here: How long has Josh Allen been in the NFL? I understand. And if I, okay, ask me this, ask me if we could go back and draft Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield, who would I draft? I would draft Josh Allen. Man, it, here, here's, here's the point that I have to make. The difference between Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen is that Josh Allen has improved every year. Baker Mayfield has. Now, let me ask you another question. Here, here, we'll, we'll, we'll flip this out another way. Um, if Tom Brady called Kevin Stefanski up tomorrow and said, I want to play for Cleveland next year, would you take him? Are you you're ask, Are you seriously asking me if I would take Tom Brady at would quarterback of the Browns? Yes. If Dak Prescott called you up, no, no, tomorrow, nope. and said, no, I will come to Cleveland. Nope. I will cut my salary to thirty million dollars a year. No. I would tell him would to take him cowboy boots on and stay his ass in Dallas. If Aaron Rodgers called yes. tomorrow. Yep. Come on over. You want 50 million? Sure. If Philip Rivers no. called you up. Oh, God, no. Come on. And said, I want to come no. out of retirement. Hell no. And play. Why, why would you not take Philip Rivers? Dude, I'd take Philip Rivers in a heartbeat. No. Oh, my he, gosh. No, what? he's not a cold-weather quarterback. He, Dude, played, in, he the, played in Southern California. And when he came line, to Indianapolis, he got to play in a dome. You know, oh, my gosh. So, so you're going you're gonna to not take Philip Rivers because of the weather. I'm not going to take Philip Rivers because his prime was I mean, more than five years ago. I grew up in I'm Ohio. I'm a Philip Rivers fan. He's my favorite quarterback other than Tom Brady of all time. I, I love Philip Rivers and all nine of his kids. But I grew here, up in Ohio. 
I, I live in Texas. Listen, you know, I, I, I can go from the hot to the cold and still function. I get it. I understand. Philip Rivers with that freaking offensive line, him having freaking eight seconds to to pass the ball. Philip Rivers is the best quarterback at looking down the field and finding open player. I know. Do you do I have to go get the Philip Rivers jersey out for you? Because I will. He's my favorite quarterback other than Tom Brady of all time. I loved Rivers. I cried when he lost to the Steelers in the playoffs in 2000 and what, 2008, I believe it was. Yeah, I cried because I really liked Phillip Rivers and I wanted him to win. I hated the, I hate the Steelers. That's a, that, 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 I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, we've got to go back to the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, though. Because the Aaron Rodgers thing could come to fruition. Yeah. It is possible. Because Aaron Rodgers is not going to be in Green Bay next year. We know this. We saw what happened this year. I was actually surprised that he got up and played. But he is not going to be in Green Bay next year. Where where, Where does he fit? Where... I'm telling you right now, Cleveland is the only team out there besides the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that has a team that only needs a good, strong quarterback. Dude, I'm telling you, it it makes so much sense. Green Bay and Cleveland, very similar. Mm -hmm. Very similar. Very small. Aaron's quiet. Aaron doesn't like a lot of he doesn't like a lot of, you know, attention. He loves just being in. I mean, he's he's a California kid at, from birth, but like, I mean, he's really adapted to Green Bay. Very similar weather. You're talking about going from Lambeau Field to the Dog Pound, where it doesn't matter wind, snow, shine, don't matter for Aaron. It would just be like not only that. This would be the best offense Aaron's ever had. This would be one of the best defenses Aaron's ever had because other than the Super Bowl year, their defenses, well, their defense this year is really good. But defenses, they're normally not very good. If he doesn't, if he stays in Green Bay, whatever, I get it. But if he gets to the NFC Championship game again and loses to Tom Brady again, maybe, just maybe, He's going to want to leave the NFC and maybe do what Brady did, hop over to the AFC and play with the Browns. That's the only team that makes sense. That's the I, only one. I, okay, so so when you look at the AFC versus the NFC, um, in the AFC, really the Tennessee Titans are the only team that I could really put up against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they have the same record, you know, that the thing about him moving to the AFC is that he moves into basically a zone where he would take over whatever division he's in. And it would be much easier to do it if he was in Tennessee than it would be in Cleveland. So that's something to look at because you're right. 
I mean, it's it's a lot of things play into this. Tom Brady dominated the AFC East. When he left New England, I was calling for L.A. I said, I, he's going to the Chargers. Well, my mistake, he's probably not going to go compete with Patrick Mahomes every year in, in, in the division, you know, let alone the AFC championship and all that. So it made sense that you look at it. He went to the NFC South with Drew Brees retiring. Carolina at the time didn't have a quarterback. And the Falcons were, I mean, he's not afraid of the Falcons. So it makes a lot of sense if he were to go to Tennessee. But his best option, his best team, man, it, it is the Browns. And, and you can't tell me otherwise. If the Browns had Aaron Rodgers this year, they might, be, they might have not lost a game. I'm serious. I'm being so serious. The 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 thing that really makes the sandwich look great is the fact that Baltimore and Pittsburgh next year are in they're in turmoil next year. They have uh, Baltimore's got to cut money next next season where Pittsburgh is looking for a quarterback. And Pittsburgh's been too good this year to get a good draft pick. So those two teams, I think, next season, you're going to have to take them out of contention, which basically puts Cleveland and, and, and Cincinnati as the two top teams of the North. And the Browns already own them, so it wouldn't matter. Well... But the Cincinnati Bengals next year are going to be better. That is a team that is on the up, not the down. Scott, listen. They're the Scott, listen. The you, you know what? Your dad said the same thing to me, and Joe Burrow is still playing. He wasn't knocked out of the game four games in. He's playing good. And it's his first full season. The Bengals are going to have a problem with the Browns over the next five years. But the bang, I I said the Bengals and the Browns are the two teams that are coming up where Pittsburgh and Baltimore are starting to fall. This puts Cleveland or the Bengals as prime targets for Aaron Rodgers. No, not the Bengals. Hold on. You're missing the point that I'm making here. If you were looking at this division and this division alone, those were the two teams that you would have to look at as Aaron Rodgers. Cincinnati's not going to let Joe Burrow be replaced by Aaron Rodgers. Cleveland, on the other hand, Cleveland, we have not seen out of Baker Mayfield Oh, I'm finally going to say it. I'm finally going to say it on on air. I have not seen out of Baker Mayfield anything this year that tells me to go and pay this guy $35 million a year. But, but, but you, you will, if Aaron doesn't come here, you will definitely pay him over drafting someone and restarting. I, I don't know if I would. Come on, you. Who are you going to draft to come in here 
and, and lead this team to a Super Bowl. Why do I have Who's going to do that? Why do I have to worry about the draft? I, okay, I get it. And I have already convinced myself. I've already put it in my heart, my brain, my soul that either there's two options next year. There's two quarterback options for the Cleveland Browns next year. It's either Baker Mayfield or it's Aaron Rodgers. And I've had that sunk into my soul, Scott, into my soul. Your dad and I have one been talking two. about Aaron Rodgers coming here since before the season started. Oh, I never thought about it, but you know what? Damn it. Whew, man, it makes so much sense. It, it it's, a, it's a good fit. I'm sorry. I haven't seen... Well, I'm sorry, Baker Mayfield, and I know you might get pissed off at me for saying this, but you haven't proven to me jack shit yet. Well, I love and, Baker. Go ahead. And and he is my quarterback, and he knows that if 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 I say I want Aaron Rodgers to to try to take this team to a Super Bowl, that's nothing against. It's nothing against Baker. That's that's totally different ball game. Totally different ball game. Okay, my quarterback could be, you know, Josh Allen, and I might be saying that. I might be saying that if my quarterback was. I mean, there's really two or three quarterbacks that we could have that I might that I wouldn't be saying that. So it's nothing. It's no knock on Bake. It's just if that were to be, if Aaron Rodgers picks up the phone or Aaron Rodgers' agent calls, you know, hey, Mister Barry, Mister Stefanski. Um, I really think that I'd like to throw behind that offensive line. Um, I'd, I really like the two running backs that you have that I can hand the ball off to. Your receivers, are they, they catch the ball. They're amazing pass catchers. I really like that Donovan Peoples-Jones kid. And Jarvis Landry, man, what a great guy to help me uh, build my leadership through this team with. Oh, and don't get me started on the defense that you have. Oh, man. Miles Garrett, let me meet that guy. If that phone call happens, the Browns have no choice but to accept Aaron Rodgers and look at Baker and say, you can be our backup or you can move on. And he'll move on because Baker Mayfield's not the kind of guy that's going to sit and back up Aaron Rodgers and Cleveland. All right. I'm telling you, I've convinced. I've convinced myself. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm. I, I will say the same thing that I said to your father. Every week that goes by, Baker Mayfield's price tag seems to lower a little bit, and it keeps lowering, and it keeps lowering. Right now, at this point in know. time, he's about a twenty-five million dollar quarterback. I don't know, though, Scott, because, I mean, his agents are just going to say, you can't grade him. He was hurt. He's playing mm. hurt. We can't forget that. He's playing hurt. Mm. The guy cannot roll out. The best part of his game is rolling out. Can't do that. Mm. He's unable to roll out right now. And, and apparently, against New England, he can't plant his, his throwing foot, apparently. Well, that's that. I don't even want to go there. That's why I said the the pathway to winning against Baltimore is to let him sit and heal. 
So, uh, for all of you that don't know, uh, I leave tomorrow for Las Vegas. Uh, I will be in Las Vegas until Monday. Hmm. Uh, we shall be, uh, any part- wagers partaking? Well, if you notice the screen, yeah, I see that there is a UFC fight night this Saturday starting at six o'clock Eastern. Uh, it, it is the Vieira and, uh, Vieira versus Tate. This is Misha Tate's return to the octagon after taking, I I think it was five years off. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm thoroughly enthralled about this fight card, guys. Uh, This is probably the best UFC fight night card that that Dana White has ever put together. Uh, On the prelims, you have uh you have one you have two you have two female fights in the prelims uh both straw weights it, it's that's going to be a, a lot of fun to watch the main card is where it's going to be at um Tate versus Vieira I am I am so torn in this thing. I really want to root for Misha Tate. She was my favorite. She was actually the first female fighter that got me interested in the UFC. Um, I I don't know. Uh, her fighting style just is, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. The, the second thing about Misha is that that girl can take a beating. She went up against Ronda Rousey like three times and just literally got her ass pummeled all three times. Still got up, went after Holly Holmes after Holly Holmes beat uh, Ronda Rousey for the title and kicked her ass in the first in, in the first fight after Holly Holmes won the, the title. So I'm really hoping for for Misha Tate. Uh, Catlin Vieira is, is being favored, um, in this, but I am going to take Misha Tate with my bet that I make tomorrow night. Um, Chisea versus Brady. This is another fight that's going to be a brawl. Chisea is a tough, tough dude. He's ranked sixth. I don't know why he is the under, why he's the underdog. I I have no clue. I don't think I've ever seen Chisea get knocked out. But the boy got his freaking head knocked off, and and he still stood up all the way through three rounds. Um, that is another bet that I am taking. Chasea over Brady. Hmm. So I have two. Speaking of Brady, why don't you just throw your money on Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl? Oh, God. Here we go with the Tom. Well, you fly to Vegas, you make the bet, 
And the best part is you get to go back to Vegas to cash the bet in February when the Bucks win the Super Bowl. Um, okay, the problem with that is that Tom Brady's already being favored. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't make a lot of money. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. His odds, I mean, the odds are, I mean, the odds are still there, buddy. They're still there. Actually, you know what? I'm not seeing any right now. Hang on. I'll check. Let me check. Or you could pull it up. Just pull up live odds for NFL Super Bowl. I can tell you the Guardians World Series odds for next year. I got that. You want to probably, you probably just have to put like 10 bucks on it. Oh, NFL Super Bowl. NFL Super Bowl odds. Um, I will tell you what the Guardians odds are for next season. If you're interested, they're plus 4,000 to win the World Series. Could be worse, uh, but let's <laughs> but let's just say let's just say Scott, let's just say Scott, you threw a hundred bucks on the Guardians to win the World Series in their first year of existence, you would cash out four thousand dollars. If you were to wager ten bucks, you would make four hundred dollars. If you were to bet a thousand dollars, you would make forty k on the guardians to win the world series. So you're showing me the odds to win the super bowl right now. It's kind of blurry. Can you tell me what the bucks odds are? Plus six fifty. All right. Perfect. So you throw a couple hundred bucks on it. You get a couple grand. Buffalo bills plus no. five fifty. No, you're just, th- you might as well, you might as well hand your money to a server and say, just give me as much alcohol as you have in the cabinet. Whatever this $100, $200 can give me, that's what I want. Because the Bills are not winning uh, the, the Super Bowl. I'm telling now, you. Now, I, I will say this. Every year, I do go to Vegas, and I do place at least $50 on the Cleveland Browns. They're plus four thousand. I'd make so decent that, money so on that, that. Yeah, so that fifty dollars would win you two thousand bucks. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. Now I do do that bet every year. Do do I said do do. Um, well, this is the lowest odds that it's been all season. Uh, what did I say they were? They were uh, four thousand and thirty five hundred with win. Uh, I yeah. So I'm I'm going off of the MGM odds. Um, so can you tell me what their odds to just win the division would be? Ooh, let's see here. Not, not as much bang for your buck, but definitely a lot more doable. Because I'm telling you, even if they do make the Super Bowl, they ain't beating the box. You can you can place the ticket. In Vegas, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Just do it. Just throw. Just do it. Just put a thousand. Just put a. Just put the whole 
G burger on it. The whole thousand dollars on the box to win the Super Bowl. Ooh, I should have done this earlier. Um, Cleveland is favored to win by almost every sports book, but let's look at for the division. No, can't be. No, this is for, for the game this week. Yeah. I haven't found the division yet. Uh, who else were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Baltimore anywhere. Baltimore is being favored to win. As they should be favored to win. That's fine. Underdogs do happen and underdogs do win sometimes. And this is a good chance for an underdog to win. All right, let's do uh, NFL odds. NFL division winner odds. Got to be a lot. Plus 1,000, plus 500, somewhere in that range. Uh, AFC North. Browns with DraftKings are plus 400. FanDuel plus 480. Uh, MGM, it is plus 500. Perfect. So, yes, to win the division, uh, that's a great bet. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, with the schedule in front of us, in front of Baltimore, Cincinnati, and and, and the Steelers, they're not winning the division. It's going to come down to us, and it's going to come down to Baltimore. And I'm telling you, it's a good bet. You, you place what plus 500 you said was bet MGM. So you bet a hundred bucks. You win 500 bucks. It that's a good bet. That right there is a good bet. And you know what? One more. I got one more for you. Put 10 bucks on coach K's final year to win it all. Would you please Duke is winning the national championship this year. No, Put 10 bucks on it. Oh my what? gosh. What? Oh, oh my God. I'm going to have to hang up on you now. You are just like your dad. Put 10 bucks on it. You'll win more than a hundred. If you put, if you did put a hundred bucks on it, you'd win more than a thousand. Trust me. They're going to win the national title. Duke didn't even make it into the final. Didn't make it into the finals last year. I don't care. Different, different situation, different players, new diaper dandies, uh, more experienced upperclassmen, Coach K's final year. They're going to win it. They're going to win it. They're going to win it. They're going to win the national title, and the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm telling you. You put both of those tickets in. Throw 10 bucks on them. 10 bucks. 10 what, bucks. If you don't, don't want to bet on it, throw 10 bucks, because I know you got 10 bucks. Let's... let's Let's look at the odds here. Duke. Yes. Plus 400 all the way across the board. No, not true. 
to win the to to win the no, I believe that's to go to the final four. Yes. I want national championship. I believe that I believe it is more than a thousand. I think it's like plus fourteen hundred. I believe that's what it was preseason. And that's really good value as well. For Coach K's last season, wow. Come on, you're in Vegas. You're not even going to remember putting the bet down on the table. And just imagine, <laughs> just imagine five months from now, Duke's winning the national championship and you pull out a ticket for a couple grand out of your wallet and you go, you call me up and you go, hey, Burley, you know, one night in Vegas, I was drunk and I put, I guess I put 50 bucks on Duke to win the national title. And they just did. I'm going to say, Fuck yes, dude. You're damn right they did. Let's I'll meet you in Vegas to cash our bets. So come on. Uh that's college football, dude. I want college basketball. Yeah, Duke's down. Uh, you're yeah. T- tell you what, ten bucks for Duke to win the college football championship would win you. You'd win a billion dollars. <laughs> You'd be you talk about Bitcoin. That's that's Bitcoin right there. All right, let's see what the the odds are here. Hmm. Uh, go to Action Network. Um, yeah, where's where's Duke? Where's Duke? Uh, You're up top, you passed them. What? Plus a thousand. Perfect. A clean thousand bucks. A clean thousand dollars. Okay. For Coach 1K. I, I will, I will, I will say this out loud. I don't usually like to bet on the NCAA basketball tournament for the simple fact that it's always a crap shoot mm, you've got to be kidding me right, look gonzaga wasn't supposed to wasn't supposed to make it as far as they did last year yeah they were the best team in college hoops they weren't supposed to make it that far when before before anything started gonzaga wasn't even being listed no, that's that that's that's not true. They were they were they were the best team in college ball last year. They've been one of the best programs the last ten years. I mean, Gonzaga is a powerhouse, and they should have won the national title. But Baylor was just too much for them. Baylor, Baylor, yeah. Are we talking? Are we talking Texas Baylor? Yeah, the Baylor Bears. They won the national title last year. Baylor? The, the, yeah. The college that's just about an hour from my house? Baylor? Yeah. They won the national title. They beat Gonzaga. Hmm. Hmm. There are some pros to living in Dallas, like, you know, the SMU games, the Baylor games, oh, TCU. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I, I don't know if I could take that Duke bet. Sorry. Wow. All right. Don't, that's fine. Don't 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 think so. You have anything else going on this weekend? Oh, wait, you yes. said that you were going down to Ohio State. Yeah, listen, this weekend's going to be 
fun-filled, action-packed. I can't wait for it. It's going to start tomorrow night. I was going to go to the Medina game, but I'm just going to have to chalk that one up. I, listen, I'm still going to watch. I'll watch the game on, on YouTube or whatever or stream it um, somehow, some way um, when I get the chance. Probably not till Monday, but I will watch the game. And then I'll get to see, you know, one of those two teams in, in Canton for the Final Four. Tomorrow night, I will be going. I'll be watching the Maslin Tigers take on the Green Bulldogs. That's at Northwest. And then, as soon as that game's over, I'm shooting down to Columbus because I've got big noon kickoff. Big noon kickoff. That's right. I, Burley Gunner, am going to attend my first ever Ohio State football game. Never been to uh, Ohio Stadium. Well, I've been there, never been to a game. So that should be interesting. And as soon as as soon as the game is over, I will hop in my car VIP style and the chauffeur, Doxy Dog, will take me to Cleveland from Columbus because I will take on, well, I won't be taken on, but the Burning Buckets, a new semi-pro basketball team in the Cleveland area. They're 2-0. They're eight, they're ranked 18th. In the whole country, there's like 150 teams in this American Basketball Association. The ABA, it's been around for 50 years. This is the 50th anniversary, and I'm so proud to be on the television broadcast with the Bucket. So if you follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, I'll post the link on the Cleveland Sports Fan Facebook page. There's a way to watch the game if you're not in the Cleveland area and can't get the local TV stations so, but you can watch it on your iPad, phone, laptop, however you do things, however you stream things. Um, but that's Saturday night after the Ohio State game. So I'll wake up in Columbus. I'll go to sleep in Cleveland. Well, actually, I'll go to sleep in Canton, but I'll be, I'll finish my night in Cleveland with the Burning River Buckets. I'm telling you what, man, this, this semi pro basketball team, there's a lot of good players in this league, a lot of players that, you know, go, will go through the NBA and whatnot. Very excited to be a part of it. Fabulous. Um, as I said, I leave for Las Vegas tomorrow, but the Medina Bees will be playing St. Ed's <clears throat> tomorrow, 625, I think is the start. Uh, yep. It will be simulcast on WKYC in, in the Cleveland area. You can also listen to the broadcast on YouTube if you go to WKYC's channel. Um, I, I wish my boys all the luck. Uh, I will unfortunately be, in a, be on a plane when all this starts. So by the time I land in Las Vegas, I'll know what happened. But So wait, I, I actually won't feel bad at all because I... I was I felt bad about missing the game. You're gonna you and I watch it. You're not gonna watch the game. You're gonna have to do like me and watch it on YouTube Monday. You know what? Why don't we just do that on Monday? We'll call each other up and we'll just watch the game together. All right. So 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 you brought up a good point. Monday. My flight doesn't get in until eleven thirty in the evening. Do not watch that game. Because at midnight, I will call you. I will Zoom you. And I can play it on the Zoom 
so that you and I can watch it at the same time and comment on the game. We okay, will, yeah, fun. We will know ahead of time uh, the answer, but uh, so everyone knows the the odds that Las Vegas is giving it. They're giving it to the Medina Bees. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I just don't know. The uh... St. Ed's telling you they got a run game that's unstoppable. Mm. Um, St. Ed's can have that run game all they want. Uh, Medina Bees are hungry, and Drew Aller is the better quarterback. Plus, yeah, look at it. Medina was 13 and 0. St. Ed's was 12 and 1. The team St. Ed's lost to is the team that the Medina Bees won against. I'm not worried about St. Ed's right now. I do have to say, I'm sorry, Uncle uh, Uncle Ray. Uncle Ray is a, a St. Ed's alumnus. I, I apologize for, but Medina's better. St. Ed sucks. You're going to get stung tomorrow. You're going to get stung tomorrow. It's a damn shame. I'm not worried. I am not worried, people. On that note, really, Gunner, the Cleveland sports fan, we've talked for two hours. I'm My throat hurts. I'm out of here. Good night, everyone.